0: <laughs> like, like, And then I laughed I was like, oh, I didn't even know you were there
1: And then uh, I listened <laughs> I listened back That that part was kind of lame But once we got going, uh, I thought it was great
0: Welcome to this episode of the Cool Dad Shirt Podcast Let's get back to The cool <laughs> sounds of Michael McDonald If we can for a minute <laughs> He was a hit maker. He was, man. I was thinking of, you know, if you're not a fan of the Doobies, right, you can hear him on so many other recordings uh, with a bunch of other artists. And, of course, the one that I always love is uh, hearing him on Steely Dan Peg with his background vocals. (laughs) It's so perfectly uh, like Michael McDonald, but it doesn't take away from the Steely Dan sound, right? I mean, as distinguishable as his voice is, it's still Steely Dan, and you're like, that's still Michael McDonald's.
1: <laughs> they're both so powerful. They, they retain their identity, and yet they fit right in the pocket together. Exactly.
0: Yes. You would think like forces would repel, right? You put two positives or two negatives, and they're going to repel. For whatever reason, unknown to science, Michael McDonald and Donald Fagan sound fantastic in that song.
1: <laughs> that is remarkable. Yeah, you know, when two waves come together and they multiply, that's called superposition. I don't know if you knew that. Look at us working the plug in. <laughs> Tell me more about Superposition, Rich. Uh, it's a hard rock band in upstate New York. Uh, over... <laughs> we, I mean, they are currently writing some new songs. <laughs> that was masterful, if I do say so myself.
0: In a million years, I could never write a better five-minute introduction to the band Superposition. <laughs> it started at Michael McDonald, <laughs> <laughs> starting with connecting the dots. How you get. How do you get from the Doobie Brothers real love to the alt rock capital district band superposition
1: <laughs> uh, this podcast podcast is really clicking Mike we uh, we
0: we got it going So enough about I mean not enough I mean but for for right now we'll say enough of Michael McDonald and move on with the program but a quintessential 70s sound of Michael McDonald is is undeniable are there any Michael McDonald hits that stand out to you rich?
1: <laughs> uh, oh what a fool believes is that uh, that's uh, that's him right?
0: Yeah, that's that's probably
1: you probably can't help sing along <laughs> You get right up there in that falsetto. Uh, yeah, that's gold.
0: Yeah, we're so we were talking a bit about uh, rock front people, front men, front women and I was thinking about who some of the people that I would put on the top of that list would be. And uh, I jotted a couple names down, but I'm kind of curious to see uh, who's on the top of your list, Rich.
1: Yeah, so I, I put a little thought into this, and uh, you gotta be careful because it's easy to go to town on, to go off on a deep tangent, and um, of course you're gonna forget something, and then comes the hate mail and everybody else saying how could you forget so and so. So yeah, I composed a list. I'll just I'll just bop through a few of these things. I think David Lee Roth, of Van Halen. And I would like to recommend, if you haven't done it or you haven't heard about this, you should definitely go check out the the isolated vocals um, from all the old songs. It is spectacular. You just hear all the stuff, all the nuance, I guess very not, not very nuanced for David Lee Roth, in the background of so many of their hits. It's absolutely hysterical to hear out of context. And uh, it just kind of shows what an amazing job he did in the studio. Of course, then on stage, uh, jumping off amplifiers, the karate kicks, the... the, the, the uh, microphone twirls and all that stuff like that so he's he's definitely up there you want me just keep rolling
0: i I thought that was going to be your whole list rich i got nervous (laughs) i said (laughs) well that wraps up this week's (laughs) show folks it's a short one but we promise another show to be on its way real soon (laughs) actually i think it's
1: completely okay to start and end with van halen truthfully but
0: i I do have more written on this list before you get on to your next ones, I will say there's one other person I put next. I'm not going to tell you who that is because I'm wondering, I'm curious to see if that person is on your top list as well. But same here. Number one, uh, David Lee Roth for all the same reasons that you mentioned.
1: Uh, Yeah. And then just kind of going through the list, you look at somebody like a Freddie Mercury, uh,
0: you know. Dude, I I hope you can see my list. (laughs) Number one, David Lee Roth. Number two, Freddie Mercury. But continue, please. This is uh this is frightening, very. So, uh, go ahead, for Richard. obvious
1: reasons, I mean, I, queen, everybody knows queen and, and what they got going on, that's uh that's pretty obvious. Uh you look at uh like somebody like Ozzy is just he, Ozzy's a little cartoonish, but like still kind of amazing through that era and somehow he's hung on to do reality shows and he's got to be 142 now, right? He's <laughs> he's getting up there and he and he's, he's still there. awesome. No doubt. Uh then you got people uh you know, you got people like David Bowie, just so interesting. I don't know if he's known for uh, jumping off anything per se, but what a what a stylistic pioneer, both in music and uh, the visual performance and stuff like that. I think, um, I think Bono is a great frontman. He's got a refinement to him. He's not like kind of hard and brash in the typical kind of hard rock sort of way. He's got a refinement, but super, super good at what he does there. I am a huge fan of Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots. That guy... Is a nut. Uh, When he stands up on the the big monitors, like crouches down screaming into that megaphone, uh, that is rock and roll gold. I love every second of that. I do have to say, uh, one of my all-time favorites is Prince. Prince, that guy can dance, he can sing, and you kind of forget because of all of his pop songs, you forget what an amazing guitar player he is. And I, I recommend everybody hop back to 2007 and watch his Super Bowl performance. And how he just tore that place down, and he was just the epicenter of of awesomeness.
0: Yeah, no question. Number one Super Bowl halftime performance of all time. I Abs- uh, Yes. Absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. So th- those are the kind of notes I had written down there. Do, what do you got? Where do we overlap? So many of the same ones, right? David Lee Roth, Freddie Mercury, I got Bono down, Ozzy Osbourne, David Bowie, Prince, Scott Weiland, all made my list shut I, up. Yeah. I'm going to send you a copy of this. <laughs> I continued on my journey though. I was thinking more when I started thinking about Stone Temple Pilots I did think about Eddie Vedder Steven Tyler from Aerosmith Oh yeah, that's a good one. Debbie Harry from like Blondie. Sure. Very iconic in that era. And then Alice Cooper was another person uh, in the same uh, same vein as like Ozzy right? In terms of being front men.
1: Well he took it to a whole new level of production. That was almost theater. Yeah.
0: Very much so. Similar to like a, a David bowie right you know with mm-hmm. with the whole artistic production as you said absolutely And i was going to make a joke about this and i forgot all about it i was going to ask you if you have any idea who the new foo fighters drummer is <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, and i i love the foo fighters maybe it's just the circumstance of the stuff that i follow and uh view on social media one out of every three posts for the last two weeks was like a Josh Freeze post.
1: Uh, I agree. I think I don't know if um, it is really that. Uh, it- it's got to be the algorithm. I mean, you and I kind of trend in the same direction there. Yes. And I was just inundated with, uh, n- nobody is left wondering <laughs> who the new drummer
0: for Foo Fighters is. Yeah. So many great videos, though, of him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't see him yet, but Chad Smith comes in, Tommy Lee. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you didn't see that one? Is, what are they doing, like auditions or something?
1: Just so, like no, just,
0: they're kind of in a rehearsal room. It's all dark. And okay. then uh, there's a knock at the door and Chad Smith from the Chili Peppers comes in and he says, you know, someone's someone's blocking my car. You know, can you move it? <laughs> oh, and know. when he comes in, he's got a stick. <laughs> so you almost think like, what? It's it's Chad Smith. And then he's like, uh, somebody's blocking my car. And then he leaves. And then um, and then uh, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll come right out and move it. And then there's another knock at the door. And Tommy Lee comes in, and they're all like, Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, I got the P.F. Changs. And they're all excited (laughs) and thrilled about the P.F. Changs. And then uh, who comes in next? I want to say Danny Carey comes in next. He comes in, and he has two poodles that he just groomed. They're like the band's poodles. And then all of a sudden, the camera pans over to to Josh. And he's like, you know, can we just play a song or two? And they're like, "Okay, Josh. I must go look that up immediately. That reminds me of a... Remember the old
1: Drew Carey show, and uh, Drew Carey was in a band, and their their guitar player something happens. They they held auditions in Drew Carey's backyard in Cleveland, Ohio, and they got this string of famous guitar players. Uh, they they're all trying out. They range from Slash to Johnny <laughs> Lang. I think Lisa Loeb makes an appearance in there. Awesome. And they're, they're all famous people, yeah. of course. And then they end up with this guy uh, who turns out to be Joe Walsh, but he's just like he's just some schlub that shows. He's like not dressed very <laughs> neighborhood well. neighborhood guy. But they said they're like I, I think he's gonna fit he's not that flashy he's not gonna upstage the rest of us. Joe, walsh, joe walsh you can love him for a million things but his, his discography is way bigger than the average person knows he's he's played with everybody he's amazing yeah. so that was very very funny a similar where they have these fake well in this case it was a fake audition but uh, the foo fighters thing was very funny to they, yeah. they bring in all the famous people to introduce the new guy
0: well let's continue your list Look, there's there's probably a ton more, right? But you sit here and you try to go through everything mentally. And I try not to. I, you probably do the same thing. I try to recall them from memory as opposed to searching on the Internet. You know, I don't want anything inorganic, right? I want to try to think of who I can think of off the top of my head and not be sort of led down any path of suggestions. Apologies for missing probably a ton of amazing front people. But those were, those were the many that did come to mind. Yeah, we're keeping it real here on the Cool Dead Shirt <laughs>
1: podcast, so yeah. no, no Googling here.
0: No, I try not to. I try not to.
1: You know, it begs the question, though, uh, I was talking to my friend Dexter the other day, and he mentioned that it comes right on the heels of this conversation about these great bands that have been around or just iconic for decades, and what is going to be the iconic band that is around for decades, decades from now? So like Foo Fighters, they've they you know they've been doing it for what, 30 years or something like that, U2 still around and kicking. You got all these bands that are legendary doing album after album. What music being created right now is going to kind of have that sort of epic stature where 20 years from now, we're going to be like, these
0: guys are still doing it? It may not even be a band that's hugely popular right now, right? I mean, it could be... You might not know, right? It it could be somebody who's mildly popular or, or less known that could pique the taste and the interest of somebody 30, 40 years into
1: the future. Yeah, I mean, there's always people running lots of hits. I mean, Taylor Swift's going to be around for a while, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, and, you know, but that's more of a little bit of a, a pop type of thing. You know, who, who's the band grinding it out who we are still going to be saying, these guys are amazing? It, and like I said, you can't tell. I mean, how do they you can't. know at this point in time? But it's interesting to think about.
0: Oh, so you're thinking more like a band that will continue to remain popular 20 years or not necessarily a band that disappeared for a decade or two and then made a resurgence. You're talking about somebody who continually to remain somewhat popular. Well, you look at, you look at like you too. These, these guys went to high school together and uh, you know, they're (laughs) still, they're they're still doing it. Yeah. So what band now will remain together for, you know, another decade or two? That would be interesting. I I don't know. I, I mean, we just talked about the Foo Fighters, right? They've been, they've been cranking away for, I don't know, 20 plus years, right? 25 ish yeah. years. Guns uh, and Roses, I heard, are coming back for a show. Yeah. You're listening to the Cool Dad Shirt podcast
1: with Rich and Mike. Be sure to follow us on Instagram where you can post a comment or DM us a question. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, a slight tangent here, just sticking with pop culture and the internet. One of my favorite things that keeps popping up randomly, I'm happy every time it does. Have you seen where they take footage from Guns N' Roses back in the day, where these guys are like running across the stage, but they they, they take all the sound out, and you just you just hear like the plinking of strings, and the the foley artist and like somebody kind of walking around like running. It just, it's so it's hysterical. So it takes out all the energy of the high. I haven't
0: seen that. Just, <laughs> I gotta take I'll a look, look. too. Yeah, yeah, please. It, it's do. a hoot. So it'll be even more interesting, too, to see which band is still remaining popular, but what else is happening in the music around them, if that makes any sense at all.
1: Yeah, and that's probably how this will transition into the next mega band,
0: uh, whomever is next. Um, Speaking of bands and music, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and we were talking about what's the most you would pay to go see a concert, and who would it be? I would never pay $1,000 to see a show, but how much would I pay? And who would it be? Who would it be? If it could be anybody, dead or alive, who would that be for you, Rich? Anybody come to mind? (laughs) I'm gonna put you on the spot. I, I don't have anybody. I, I couldn't think of anybody. I thought, you know, my threshold being a dad and having family obligations, it really shapes a lot of decision making. And I would think to myself, while there'd be a lot of bands that I would absolutely love to see, it would be really tough for me to justify spending a large amount of money. Even today, spending spending two fifty or three hundred dollars on a concert, I, I sort of feel very indifferent about or uncomfortable about, knowing that You know, that money can likely be used somewhere else or saved or, you know, you think about the kids and the family and and all that stuff comes to mind and you think, well, that's really not a good use of money.
1: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. And it's funny, I I think $300 would probably be the limit and it would have to be something I would really, really want to see. And I got to tell you, um, those days are waning for me. 4K video is pretty amazing, you know? (laughs) It's very true. And, uh, the bathroom is much more convenient for my living room than, than, uh, you know, yeah. the big stadium shows and all the drunk people and everything else like that. So that, that's a hard sell for me too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, am with you. I'm with you. I think, uh, I would not spend crazy money. And for the $300, who would I go see? For 300 bucks, who would you see? Uh, you mentioned before the police that might be up there. I just, I never got to see them. Uh,
0: I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. How yeah. about you? I'd pay 300 for the police. Yeah, I would I'd definitely pay too. 300 for the police. Uh my nephew who I was talking to, he said the most he thinks he would ever pay would be 700, maybe 750, and he said they'd have to bring Elvis back from the dead.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I'm that in. was that was yeah. his pick
0: maybe the most i think i would ever pay would be 700 and they'd have to bring elvis back from the dead
1: but he paused and then said maybe 750
0: like he like that's that's the <laughs> I, I guess if it was young elvis or older elvis i'm not sure <laughs> he didn't define but maybe maybe 50 750 months. if it was the young elvis 700 for the much older elvis
1: <laughs> that's fair that's fair yeah
0: uh, i know many guitar players love all their toys and pedals and effects and processors but if you had to pick if you only could Pick one pedal. What would it be? Oh, that's a that's a good one. And the, the most a... the most fun thing about this question is you can't ask it back to me because I don't play <laughs> guitar. <laughs> yeah, my r-
1: mind is racing about weird stuff you can do uh, on the drums. Oh, that's a hard that's yeah, man uh it would probably have to be a delay pedal i think a delay pedal because you can do some just cool just some cool things with it well <laughs> the edge from youtube built an entire career off a delay pedal so <laughs> i think that goes a long way but you, uh, an honorable mention to the flanger okay so that's a <laughs> that's a sick pedal flange. you hear yes yeah, so if you hear you'll hear flange on uh unchained by van halen um uh, the replacements have a song Ah, it's a flanger from top to bottom. The entire song is built off a, a flange. Beyond your reach? Something like that? I don't know. Anyway, so the, the, the flange gets right up there too. But for all-around versatility and usability, probably the delay pedal. Does the edge string multiple delay pedals together? That is a good question. So he, what little I know about this, he actually puts some math into it. So the, the way, uh, it's not just trailing off of the, an echo. He actually kind of figures out the rhythm to be right on top of like, these dotted eighth notes, they call it or something. This is a little beyond me. I, I read this somewhere. But it's kind of that whole jangly bouncy feel that he gets out of all that stuff.
0: That's uh it's designed. It's not just kicking a pedal on and, and going for it. So um as drummers, we don't really have much flange in our recordings, but uh, <laughs> it is it is a great it is a great sounding pedal that is for I sure.
1: just I just saw a video, uh, and perhaps you've seen it. I don't know why I'm getting all these drum videos, probably because I hang out with you. But this guy, he takes a um, a super ball, like a kid's super ball, those super bouncy things. Yeah. And he puts a stick in it. Have you seen this? No. And then he has like this gigantic bass drum. And he goes, first we start with a little beeswax. So he kind of polishes the surface a little bit around the edge of the uh, the edge of the drum with some beeswax. Then he takes the stick with a super ball on it and starts dragging it across it, and you get this really weird cinematic uh sound to it it's very very cool what he's doing then he does it on a cymbal and you get like this bending metal sci-fi sound and uh it was very very cool to watch some crazy effects done with just a super ball uh dragged across some some drum surfaces yeah that's interesting i haven't seen that uh you'll have to share that with me if you don't mind good luck trying to find it in the the sea
0: of uh yeah the, the parade of content that goes past my eyes i hate this happen. let me Tell me if this happens to you. You uh, pick up your phone and you open Instagram. And then at the very top, you see something that you become very interested in. And as you start to look at it, the page refreshes and you haven't been on your phone in like five or six hours. And suddenly that thing that you became so interested in is about 5,000 posts buried into the past on your phone. And you can scroll as fast as you can, but you'll never find it again. I am convinced that is by design. There's there's no way that it just accidentally
1: happened to you. I've noticed the same thing. And uh, yeah, no, they they know. And you're going to start scrolling. You're going to start chasing it. And goodbye the next hour and a half. Yeah. It's
0: so frustrating. I've burned so much time doing that. But like you said, chasing it and uh, never, never to find it. And then you know, you try to get cute with yourself and think, "Well, I think it said this, and it might have been um, this kind of drum." Let me see if I can punch that in and find it. And do you uh, do you wear much cologne, Rich?
1: I I don't. I have something that I like. It comes out once in a while these days, a special occasion. It's not really. Not really my yeah. thing, and so, what I have is very light and it's like light and fresh smell. It's not uh, it's not that overpowering, <laughs> you know,
0: like when we were teenagers. So you would say you break it out for special occasions. You're not a daily cologne wearer. <laughs> no, no, no. It's
1: uh, do you <laughs> sorry? Do you, do you remember in college that the the guys that would just go banana? I think Polo was the big one.
0: Sure, yeah. And you'd
1: go like you'd step in their dorm room, and you're like. Dude, good Lord. They just went bananas with that.
0: I don't think about it too much. You know, I, yeah. I throw some on pretty regularly as part of my uh, daily routine. I was getting my hair cut. The barber shop's full of all like younger barbers, late 20s, maybe, maybe early 30s. And they were all talking about cologne and the new cologne that's out and have you smelt this one. And they were talking about similar to the concert tickets you know well this one was 350 this is 300 oh. and they were talking hundreds of dollars for bottles of cologne i couldn't imagine you know my life being so like luxurious that i could swing by and have multiple so i uh, they got a yearly budget coming in around a grand maybe <laughs> i guess so i guess well, it sounds spending. crazy when you say it like that yeah yeah, and I don't know how long that stuff lasts for. I've had a couple bottles that they just throw them, you just throw them out. You can never get to the end on them. That bottle's been kicking around my medicine cabinet for about four years. It probably doesn't even smell anything like it did when it came out. You smell like the late 90s. So as I mentioned to you, I, I did want to start a question of the week for you. Grandma or Sicilian? What was the first one you said? Grandma or Sicilian? So Sicilian is like the thicker, deeper dish, right? Yes, the thicker, deeper dish. The grandma is a little bit thinner than Sicilian. It's typically made on a square tray, and it has a very nice crunchy crust as opposed to the ideal Sicilian slice. That would be a much thicker, inch, inch and a half, lighter, lighter, fluffy, airier crust. The grandma is a little crunchier and a little more dense. So that's, um, yeah,
1: I'm, for starters, I'm firmly in the New York uh, camp. I like the thin and, and crispy stuff, so I, I was thinking around stuff. I've, I've not heard the grandma phrase, but I'm not Italian, so maybe that's where I'm lacking. Um, so I, I generally like my pizza on the thinner side.
0: Okay, so I'll reshape the question. Uh, regular or Sicilian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, regular. Uh, the more New York-y, the better for me modifying the question on the fly was was against the rules i've broken the first rule this week
1: you were unprepared for the ignorance of the person you were asking the question
0: all right dude uh a lot to take care of out in the yard today so uh i guess we'll get to it yards and acs
1: yep it's a plan and uh yeah good stuff enjoy your memorial day yeah and we will we'll catch you next time Go on, smash that like button.